Time now for Technically Speaking with Franz de Klerk. Franz de Klerk is someone I spoke to on my radio show more or less every couple of weeks, and he illuminated the show with his insight, which has a look at a little bit of fundamentals, but of course it's mainly technicals. And Franz de Klerk, I've been following you on Twitter, and I saw a really nice story about a lady who decided that she wanted to know about the All Share Top 40 Index, the futures market, and how to trade it technically, and apparently she's become quite a success because of you being her teacher. Is that correct? Yeah, that's 100%, Lindsay. And maybe I can just uh, tell you about Amanda. Amanda is on the group for quite a while now. And in the beginning, she made all the mistakes that everyone that is trying to do trading on indexes. And her mistakes were simple things like she traded too big. Her position size was completely wrong. Um, She just, when, when the index just got to a certain level, she just took a stop loss. And eventually, she got to a point where she... She lost her money and then she got desperate. And she thought that by trading bigger and, and be more aggressive and then sometimes without waiting for us for sending her some ideas to say, listen, we're seeing a head and shoulder, whatever the case may be. She got frantic and she wanted to get her money back. And she then started to trade even bigger. And then eventually she decided that she's going to take some money out of a bond because she wanted to make a success. And, and she burned her fingers in such a way that she almost <clears throat> wanted to almost just left trading at all. And then I said to her, let's maybe just start with the tiniest contract and just take the word stop loss out of your mind. And when you trade a position, see if you can sleep on it. So is your emotion, the big question was, is your emotion strong enough to handle the position size? Not the amount of money that you've got in your bank account. Can you handle the position that you're trading? And in the beginning, she said, wow, that's strange. Must I start off with a tiny only contract? I said, yes. Start with the tiniest one, so one point for the market and only one rand. And then she suddenly realized that there is no issue of that the market can wipe her out. And she builded her confidence around that. So what she did was she trades small enough so that she can sleep at night. She don't need to look at Bloomberg. She doesn't want to open a, she don't need to open a, a platform, see what the market is doing in the East, not worried about the rand, doesn't worry about the politician that's going to tweet something or say something. She just built confidence and she said the moment she got the position size right, then she learned that the easiest way to make money is to wait for the indicators to get stretched. And this is how I built this whole system of mine. My system say, you don't touch the market unless the indicators are so stretched that you know that the market cannot run away from you. Yes, you will maybe get an outside effect that something is announcing something and suddenly the market jumps 300 points or 400 points I've dropped 400 points. But if you trade so small, you say, well, that has no effect on my bank balance. I can manage this position. And that was the idea that I wanted to get uh, that Amanda must grasp, is to trade small enough and trade only in the corners and only take the easy money. We've got signals that we send out and we call them trading ideas. And I've learned and our research shows that when you do a trading idea or a momentum trade, the easy money is 50 points. Mm. So what you do is you trade the position, 
either long or short, you put your 50 points in, and even if the market rallies another 1,000 points, you say, thank you so much, I'm taking my 50 points. And that works in such a way that usually every day, my system gives me a 50-point trade twice a day. So it's 100 points a day. Now, it doesn't sound a lot, but just add 100 points to your trading account every day, and suddenly you realize that this is not gambling. This is a business. And I always try to explain people on stop losses the following example. You know, Lindsay, I stay in a small little town in the middle of the Karua. <laughs> and there's almost no people driving through this little town of Forsberg. Yeah. But my wife's got a little coffee shop around the corner. Mm-hmm. And she sells coffee. And some days she doesn't even sell a cup of coffee, but she must buy her water and lights. And what is that? That is in actual fact for that specific day, let's call that a stop loss. Right. So what does she do? When she doesn't sell a cup of coffee, does she take the shop half past four in the afternoon, throw all the cups on the street, take the coffee, throw it in the road, just close the shop and never come back? That is a stop loss. No, she doesn't do that. She say, tomorrow is another day. I open my shop and tomorrow maybe I'm going to sell 100 cups of coffee. And that is the idea about audit trading is not to just say, oh, hell, yet I'm wrong. Just close the position. You must say to yourself, if I've got a position, you need to strategize this position. I will never forget that Mr. Lucas de Lange that teached me a lot. And I mean, he was the editor of Finances and Technique many years ago. He said to me once, he said to me, France, if you want to trade a position, Say, for instance, you've got 20 million rand in your bank account and you trade one Aussie contract, but you cannot sleep on that contract. Then that position, irrespective of the amount of money that you've got, is too big to handle. And the moment I've grasped that many years ago, I realized that Aussie trading or S&P 500 trading or any index trading has nothing to do with the amount of money that you've got behind you. It's all to do with your emotion capability to say, can I handle this position? And if I'm wrong, either take a very tiny stop loss or manage the position in such a way that you can either get out for a pie and a coke. Because I've seen all my guys that's been on the group for years, what they say, they say, listen, It will maybe take me another four or five trades to manage this, let's call it, wrong decision. And when I get into a profit, thank you so much. Within a few weeks, their confidence are so built up that they believe that they can trade any position into a success. And in actual fact, that is the bottom line of trading, is to become successful within yourself, and then you can trade. And in actual fact, I said it many a time, you actually need to study psychology and sociology to become a good trader. You don't need to have a, a honors degree in financial, whatever case may be. You need to manage your personality and your emotion. And if you can do that, then you are successful. And this is exactly the story about Amanda. And now suddenly she's successful. It took her three years to learn. It also took a lot of money out of her pocket, but now she's in a profit, now she's happy, now she's confident, and now she trades a system 
almost guided by her emotion. Not trading a system guided by greed or maybe a quick buck or maybe to, to maybe pay for a holiday. No, it's, for a, it's a business for her. She see it as a business model, and that's why she's successful. This is a hell of a lesson. I mean, it's a great way to kick off the first Technically Speaking on, on StrictlyBusinessPodcast.com. But um, we'll talk. Now, what you've done now, you've eaten into a little bit of your time. So what I want to do now is, because you've set the scene so beautifully for the rest of the Technically Speakings, which we're going to have over the next few weeks, months, and hopefully years as well, France de Klerk, is um, have a look at one particular indicator. Because I thought of you the other morning when I woke up. I saw, I think it was... On Sunday night, in the early hours of Sunday morning, I saw the S&P futures rallying and rallying and rallying. They opened up 20 points, and by the time I woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning, they were 50 points higher, and then half an hour later, they were 55 points higher. And the all-share top 40 futures, by the time I turned them on, 20 minutes after the opening, were 5 and a third percent higher. And I haven't seen a 2,000-point move like that. I can't remember ever seeing a 2,000-point move in the first half hour of trading. And I thought of you, and I thought, your indicators must be going mad. I wonder if France de Klerk got this one right. Tell us the story of that day. Tell us where you think it's going, just for a few minutes, and then we'll speak again next week. You know, it is, it is so wonderful, Lindsay. On, um, I, I try to teach the group, not to sleep on a position overnight. Right. Because sometimes, you know, you've got this outside things that can take place, like Mr. Trump and Mr. Xi decide on something, and then you're completely wrong or right or whatever. But on Friday afternoon, all the indicators were rock bottom. So if you believe the indicators, you should have slept long for the <laughs> evening. But my signal for 5 o'clock was 1,700 hours. 5 o'clock signal means... And I said, no position over the weekend because we don't know what Mr. Trump and Mr. Xi is going to decide on. But what happened then on Monday? Of course, the market rallied. Now, what is the model? The model, and I just explained it with Amanda's case. The model is quite simple. You sit behind your screen and you wait. You teach yourself just to wait. And I let the market to rally up to a point where my 30-minute, and I always use a 30-minute chart, so there's nothing fancy about it. In actual fact, all my signals that I send out, all the guys on the group can just type me a little note and say, France, where did you get that level? And then I pick that level and I say to him, can I go on to TeamViewer, show you exactly what I saw? So there's no secret formula. But what I did was then on the Monday, I left the market to rally all the way to, and I'm, I'm sitting now in Zakhen looking at that 30-minute chart. I left the market all the way to go up to, there's the level, 46,800. And what happened, and there was a classic signal, it was at around, I just want to get the time more or less, it was let's say about 12 o'clock. And suddenly, what did you see? You saw a classic, but a classic inverted hammer. And the hammer said, listen, guys, we had a beautiful rally of 2,000 points. You point, here we got this inverse hammer. And what is an inverse hammer? An inverse hammer is just there to say, I'm starting to eat out eyes. And what happened? Every time that the market, in many previous days before that, every time that the market got to around 46,800, the market said, there's some sellers around. So what did I do? So an inverse hammer, after a beautiful rally, I went short and I took my 600 points and I said, thank you so much. And as my research shows me, the first 200 points is the easiest money. So some guys will say 200 points in the bank. Thank you so much. But the guys that held on could make 600 points and maybe sleep on it and close the rest of it this morning. But that is the ideal. The ideal is 
to teach yourself to become patient, wait for the market to run dry, and then when you see a reversal candle, only then you act. And some days you will see that I just don't do any trades. Why? It's not because I'm not in front of the screen. It's because the indicator is not stretched. So doesn't matter which indicator you use. You can use a MACD, you can use a RSI, you can use a stochastic, you can use any indicator that suits your personality. And you know what I say? It must suit your personality. If that indicator is stretched, that's the time to walk to your computer. And the simple thing is, when you use a line chart, maybe look at the lower eye, maybe maybe look at the tiny double top or a tweezer top. But I'm a candlestick man. I love it. And what is a clearer candle than inverted hammer? It tells you goodbye, Irene, and off I go, and I made a short, and I made a few bop on that. What we're going to do next week, Franz de Klerk, is actually have a look at uh, three or four markets, and we're going to have a look at a little bit of their history throughout 2018 and look forward to the short, medium, and potentially long-term if your indicators allow. But it's been fascinating. It's been a lesson in psychology. It's been a lesson in discipline. And the business of you talking about your client, Amanda, wanting to take money out of her bond and getting bigger positions reminds me of when I was on a trading desk and the chap, the rather hot-headed chap sitting next to me was in a losing position. He says, Lindsay, I've got to double up to catch up. In other words, I've got to double my position in order to catch yeah. up. And of course, that was completely wrong. We've run out of time, Franz de Klerk, but thank you very much. What we will do, though, is ask you to tell us how we get in touch with you, please. Lindsay, it's quite simple. Um, just visit my website, www.francedeclerc.com. And um, on that website, they can see that we do a lot of writings. Or they can follow me on Trader France on, on Twitter and even drop me an email at admin at francedeclare.com or france at francedeclare.com. And if they're really keen to phone me, I'm in the office 082-900-9996. Or they can phone Christelle. If I'm not there or it doesn't pick up immediately, it will divert to Christelle. But that's about it. I love trading and it's nice talking to you. Nice talking to you too. And if they're ever going through Forsberg, stop at the coffee shop, have a cup of coffee. So there's no throwing of teacups and coffee cups and that sort of thing out the window, as, a, as a, but it's a stop loss. So much to learn from you over the next few weeks, Sir France. And we'll be back next week with France de Klerk and Technically Speaking. Thanks.